Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. It's the 1 o'clock hour. The Ken Miller Show takes you until 2 o'clock today. Jimmy B and TC Afternoon Sports on your radio today from 4 until 6. Mitch Holtis is coming up here uh, in about 10 minutes. We will speak to the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, brought to us by our friends at Papa John's here locally. And then uh, Trent and Dr. Fuller have the Hawkeye Swarm. By the way, Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry sponsors our hotline. Two locations, 28 22 East 29th Street in Des Moines and 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. The Dr. Stephen Fuller hotline is where we will hear Mitch Holtis coming up here uh, in a few minutes. All right, Trent. Yes. So Zubin was on with us last hour. I asked him about a team outside the top 10 that's going to find their way into the playoff. It happens every year, right? Every year, seemingly. Yes, it does. So if you you saw the poll come on, you're PO'd that it's the same old, same old. And it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think they got it right. I do. I have no problem with who they've put there. Uh, but inevitably, a team is going to sneak in from somewhere outside the top 10 when the first poll is released. I give you credit because I think yesterday, well, maybe without doing so, I think you found that team. You certainly pointed it out to me, made your case. And I started to look more and more into this team. And this team currently is 11 in the AP and 12 in the coaches, and it's Sparty. Yes, Michigan State. They've got a quarterback. They've got a running back. They've got a whole bunch of guys back on defense. Let me turn 19 starters for crying out loud. Right. On both sides of the ball. So they got a whole bunch of guys back off a team that went 10-3 and last year, crushed Washington State in the Holiday Bowl. But Lewerke comes back, and he'll be better with that year behind him. The the I, I get that they play in the Big Ten uh, East, but they host Ohio State. They host Michigan. They do have to go to Penn State, and I think Penn State's going to be down a little bit. So of the heavy heads, they get them at home. Their crossovers are Northwestern, Purdue, Nebraska. Not over. There's no Wisconsin in there. There's no Iowa in there. No, they go to Nebraska before Nebraska comes to Iowa City, right? Late in the year. Yes, yes. Second to last game of the right. season. Buckeyes at home. Michigan uh-huh. at home. Uh-huh. It's, Northwestern at home. It sets up the Utah State in Week One at Arizona State with Herm. It just mm-hmm. it's not overly daunting. It's there, not. There's no Notre Dame this year on that schedule either. Right. Where twelve and one, they're in the college football playoff. Twelve yeah. and one with with a win like they did back in 2015 over Iowa in the Big Ten Championship game. So you're calling it? Are you? You're a rematch of 2015? I'll make my official prediction next week. Okay. Maybe I'm heading back that direction. You know, do you do you remember 2015? The the playoff show that would when did it come on? Six o'clock Tuesdays. What appointment television it was? Oh, race home. I mean, for you, so more maybe because you you're a Hawkeye fan, but just the fact that. You know, we've got a team that we cover in the state that's part of this broadcast. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. It was different times. It was different times. 2009, Mm -hmm. the run that I was on, I would never have got there. You know, people, I think, tend to forget if Iowa would have, well, Stancy doesn't get injured, they beat Northwestern, and then find a way to win in the horseshoe, they still weren't playing for the national championship that Mm -hmm. year. It was before the college football playoff. You're right. And Alabama didn't have a loss. Texas didn't have a loss. Mm. And Iowa... 
It's not leapfrogging either of those two teams. No, not at that, that particular year. That's no. for, that's for sure. So, uh, be interested. But I'm. I think you're on to something with Sparty. I really do. In fact, look, Ohio State's going to have a ton of talent. They do each and every year. I don't think Penn State's ready for primetime this year. They got a good offensive line. They got a really good quarterback, as we know. But they're. I mean, they lose Hamilton. Obviously, the number two pick for all is uh, not. Uh, Walking through that door anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's some problems there. Michigan, they named Shea Patterson the quarterback yesterday. I think they got the right guy there. Finally. Yep, I'm with you. Uh, that defense is so good, though. They are. They are. They have been the last couple of years. Yes. Harbaugh's kind of, I think his seat's not warm. Don't get me wrong. They're not going to fire Jim Harbaugh. But I think there's the pre- the pressure starting to ratchet up a little bit, Dan Arbor. If I gave you the opportunity to pick, you either get... This group of teams or this group of teams? I will give you to win the Big Ten title this year. Sounds like a horse bet we're about to unveil. But anyways, go ahead. I will give you one of three options. Okay. Even money, you get either Ohio State or Penn State. Also even money, I will give you Michigan or Michigan State. And this is to what? To win the Big Ten championship. Oh, to win the to Big win, Ten championship. To win the championship. So Ohio State and Penn State together, the two Michigan schools are together, Wisconsin and who? And everybody. Everybody Wisconsin in the field. Everybody else. Okay. And, and I'm going to give you three to two on that one. Um, I would take the Michigan schools. I, that's where I, when I, when I was conjuring mm-hmm. this in my head. It's a good bet, by the way. I was the same way. It's a good bet. Should I call Chris Anders? No. Call Jason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it's a good bet. It's a fun bet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's ironic. I mean, it's exactly what we're doing on horses. Yes. The day after Christmas. It's like we've been working together for a while. The paramutual game is going to change. I believe we're coming up on, this might be the year anniversary. Of? Of uh, No, yeah, right around this week. Yes. Right? You know what it was? It was Monday of next week. Monday of next week. It which, was it was game week. Which would have been the 23rd or 25th? Well, I don't know. Whatever Monday of game week was last, that was the first day that uh, that I came over here. And, of course, you were already here. Happy, happy anniversary. Thank you. In advance. Yes. What did you get me? What is it, paper in year one? Yeah, Something like that? I don't know, but it's been fun. Truly has. It's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed this year a bunch. We will take a time out. We'll come back with Mitch Holtis. Always enjoy speaking with Mitch Holtis. Ben Neiman is making this football team, Trent yeah. Condon. He is going to make the team. He's going to be part of the 53. I don't think it's practice squad for him. I think he's a part of it right out of the gate. How about that? Ben Neiman on the Chiefs. We'll talk to Mitch Holtz about that and other things as we continue on here. Trent and Doc Fuller have the Hawkeye swarm at about, what, 125, 130, bottom of the hour. Uh, We will come back. Take you till 2 on 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. 
Are you looking for a way to give back to the community and have some fun at the same time? The Timothy H. Hagen Humanitarian Foundation has an event for you. The third annual Tim Hagen Golf Classic will be held at Copper Creek Golf Course in Pleasant Hill on August the 25th at 8 a.m. Up to 25 four-player teams will compete with proceeds going towards pancreatic cancer research at John Hopkins. Water sustainability efforts in Tanzania through Save the Rain and Dream Team Des Moines. Sign up now at tyhfoundation.org. Spots are going fast. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place at the River Center in downtown Des Moines, featuring two days of food, entertainment, cigars, great causes, and, of course, whiskey. Don't miss Des Moines Whiskey Festival happening November 2nd and 3rd. Tickets on sale now at dsmwhiskeyfest.com. The Arizona Iowa Baseball Company has become a one-stop shop for all of your field product needs. Arizona Iowa Mounds can provide you with anything to make your field look great and play great from portable pitching mounds to field products and equipment. With multiple items stocked for the season, Arizona Iowa Mounds offer same-day delivery on stocked items and free field consultant to Iowa Little Leagues, high schools, and colleges. And individual lessons are available for baseball and softball players at their location. 3976 Northwest Urbandale Drive, the Arizona Iowa Baseball Company. Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org slash walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself take you until 2. Let's talk some Kansas City Chiefs football, shall we, with the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Mitch, how are you today? Hey, Ken, what's going on? Hey, Trent, i got to let you know I'm getting ready to tape the Chiefs Blueprint Show and part of our 65 TPT in-house production crew is a dude named Luke Benna. He's a graduate of Ankeny High. He's oh. an Ankeny Hawk. Yep. So we got a little Iowa flavor within the uh, 65 TPT ranks. You can see it, by the way, on Fox 17, uh, your Chiefs affiliate in Des Moines. 
Uh, I love so, the I love the name of the company. So they chronicled it last uh, the the last game. Uh, I think uh, over the weekend. Yeah. So hey, Mitch, I, there was a couple. Of, I'm not sure how much attention you pay to the beat writers at the Kansas City Star. They follow the team every day. I'm not sure you saw today's paper when they kind of try to project the what the 53 man roster is going to look like. Of course, they're not in the meeting rooms with the coaches, but they follow the team very very closely. And both of them have Ben Neiman making this football team. There are some differences of opinion at other positions, receiver being one, and I know we're going to talk receiver yep. coming up, but uh, good to see that both of uh, the Ben Neiman's opening everybody's eyes. I have not seen that. Was it a consensus opinion that Neiman makes it? Yes, but both of them have him making yeah. the football team. Well, you know, we've had a lot of political uh, ambitions either rise or fall with the Iowa primary, so uh, <laughs> this would be kind of a same with... Uh, Brother Neiman, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, cast that vote as well. I think they still keep 10 linebackers, um, and Neiman will be there. He's proven that he's got acumen on special teams and continues to make plays. We talked about his pedigree. You know, his dad's the defensive coordinator at Rutgers, but he played at Iowa State. He was on the staff at Northern Iowa and Drake, and Ben played at Iowa. So I think we've got it all covered, uh, unless Ben's mom, you know, went to Upper Iowa or something. But uh, the point is, uh, the pedigree's there, uh, tough, smart. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he is. And, again, when we went to St. Joe, quite honestly, there wasn't this chatter. Right. I mean, he was just listed on the Excel sheet, and now he's got a real shot uh, to make the team. Well, uh, a new name that has been added to the mix uh, to make the team, that's the new cornerback, Orlando Skandrick. What can you tell us what you've seen out of the most recent free agent signee? Yeah, I mean, he was just released uh, early last week by Washington. Your Cowboy fans driving around Des Moines will say, oh, that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, basically a decade, or close to a decade with the Cowboys. Uh, he's got to stay healthy. Last year he had back issues. Uh, and then he also, a couple years ago, missed the entire 15 season with an ACL and MCL, suffered right at the end of training camp, the beginning of the regular season. He's got some big plays. If you look at his resume, even last year he had a uh, – 86-yard return after a block kick, um, and uh, he's been some. He's done some big things uh, for the Cowboys. Right now, his biggest asset would be bringing just experience to what is a very young secondary, especially when Eric Berry's not on the field. I mean, even Kendall Fuller is just getting started in his career, even though he's been terrific. But uh, they do they can use some seasoning back there and just have a salty veteran. Mm. He's got to stay healthy. Uh, Mitch, uh, we'll, we'll get to the audio in just a second. One more, because it's been such a talker across the league, and, and that's the new helmet rule that apparently is going to be looked at tomorrow. How big of a talker is it amongst the Chiefs? How have they handled it? How have they coached it differently in, in training camp? And how big of an issue is it inside locker rooms? Yeah, it can almost be an entire segment. It, it is a big issue because people just don't know how it's going to be called. I mean, I saw Mike Zimmer's quote of saying, hey, this is going to cause people jobs and playoff appearances, and, uh, and it seems like game to game. The Chiefs, quite honestly, in their first two preseason games have not had it be near the issue it has been in some others, most notably that Viking game the other day. But uh, it doesn't get talked about a lot here. I will tell you this, though, from a positive standpoint, the Chiefs are at the cutting edge of helmet technology. And it really kind of started with Alex Smith and our equipment people, Alan Wright and others, because the best helmet on the market now for any player, I don't care if you're the 
Colfax Mingo Tiger Hawks or the Earlham Cardinals or the, or the Ankeny Hawks is this helmet that the Chiefs have really kind of brought into the league, this Vices helmet. And it has proven to be outstanding uh, in preventing concussions. It's kind of cutting-edge technology, uh, but uh, the Chiefs actually had a whole seminar this summer with high school coaches from the kingdom on it. So it would be worth anybody listening, whether you're a parent of a football player or uh, a coach of a team at any level, middle school or top one or high school, to check in to this Vices helmet and the uh, outstanding technology that's happening there. Mitch, uh, yesterday it was Big Ten territory with uh, former Michigan receiver Chesson. Today we go to K-State and Byron Pringle. What do you got for us with the youngster with the Wildcats? Well, I mean, this wide receiver battle is really the Johnston curve at 515. It's just crowded, and it's you got a lot of good people trying to get where they want to go, and there's just not enough room. Again, the decision would be how many do you keep, five or six? Uh, and five and six have to be great special teams players. We covered that yesterday. Pringle's an interesting kid. You know, at K-State, uh, there was times he was just dominant. Uh, they beat Oklahoma State last year at Oklahoma State, and Pringle just destroyed Oklahoma State, and not just in uh, scrimmage downs as a receiver, but also as a kick returner. Uh, here's the thing Pringle brings to the table, and he brings many things. One, an explosive receiver. Uh, with a whole room full of explosive receivers. Two, though, uh, he can be a returner. He gives you insurance in both punt and kickoff returns and was Big 12 Special Teams Player of the Week two or three times in his career. Three, he's learning how to play that gunner role I talked about yesterday with Chesson, which that's the biggest thing Chesson brings to the table. So uh, there's some assets here for Pringle. But again, and I'll tell you this, coming out, of, and a lot of Iowa fans remember Bill Snyder being on Hayden Fry's staff. Uh, people know about Bill Snyder and his Hall of Fame career. But K-State guys, when they make the league, they last. Uh, if you look at Cody Whitehair of the Bears, we can go right down the line. Um, there's players all over the league. I mean, shoot, uh, there's guys still playing, like Terrence Newman still playing and, and Darren Sproles. But they come from such a disciplined background. And the discipline that Pringle had at K-State is helping him here. This is a great opportunity to be here and be able to compete with elite guys and professionals that are taking their job serious. So, me, I'm just taking advantage of every play I have and giving it all I have. What about special teams and trying to uh, be as productive as you can be there? Yes, on special teams, uh, as a returner, obviously I want to be able to return kicks and punts and and uh, on, on punt and kickoff, I want to be able to win my battle and go down there and make a tackle. And see, he's, I mean, he, he can cover, he can return. But here's the other thing coming out of a K-State program. It's like Virginia Tech. When you walk in the door, I don't care what position you play, <laughs> right. they're going to say, hey, special teams wins games here, and you might be on special teams. Bill Snyder was the first guy when he was building the program, early 90s when I was still there, he played more starters on special teams than any coach I'd ever been around. And he was winning games because of it. blocking kicks, returning kicks, covering kicks, kicking kicks. And um, so that's the kind of culture that they have, and that's something that's helped uh, Pringle while he, uh, he's here trying to fight for a spot. Mm, good coaching. Good coaching at Papa John's good. locally as well. Yeah, Luke Ben, I mentioned, is our guy at 65 TPT from the Ankeny Hawks, right? He will tell you all about My favorite Papa John's location is actually in Ankeny. 
It's by the old Ankeny High School. Anytime I'm at Hilton Coliseum, I'm coming home for the game. I fast. I don't eat so that I'm just starving. I'm like chasing caribou uh, into the Papa John's at Ankeny. And they've got the birthday going on, 22-year birthday party for the Donaldson. They're so great. They've done so much for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in Des Moines and throughout the state. But you get a free two-liter with the purchase of any large specialty pizza for just 12 bucks. <laughs> and Luke is from the original Ankeny, not the... Jags, right? not the Jags. The Jags, right? the Jags. And yeah, it's the... you, you to remind him, it's Ankeny versus Ankeny on Friday night, week one, and Trent Condon, our buddy here, has the call. Mitch, we'll talk to you Trent tomorrow. Trent Condon is calling that game. You got Ankeny versus Ankeny week one. I do. Week one, right out of the Jags shoot. and Hawks. Yes, you better sir. get a good night's sleep, and you better get a Papa John's pregame meal. I'm looking forward to it, Mitch. I'll, I'll hold him to it. See you tomorrow, buddy. See you. My, Mitch Holtis, voice of the Vikings. Hawkeye Swarm next. 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Guys, football season is approaching soon. Every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, you'll be devoted to football. Do what I do. Build up that Goodwill bank account. And here's a way you can build up that Goodwill bank account. Take your wife or your significant other to one of the many farmer's markets located throughout central Iowa. Grimes, Indianola, Johnson, Perry, Pleasant Hill, Polk City, West Des Moines, Ankeny, Beaverdale, Bondurant, and a whole bunch of them scattered throughout Des Moines. Farmer's markets continuing through the whole month of August. For more information, Go to catchdemoin.com backslash events. Now at Menard, save big money on your next project with 11% off everything. Update your bathroom with Sterling. The finesse bypass tub door wipes clean easily. Just $248.31 after sale price and 11% off. The finesse bypass shower door has heavy-duty glass. Only $399.61 after sale price and 11% off. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through August 25th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. 
Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Walk, run, or wag your way to Terra Park in Johnston on September 22nd for the ARL's Iowa Dog Jog, presented by Anderson Animal Hospital. The 4K and 2K course winds around the scenic Terra Lake, and afterward, you and your pup can unleash in the pop-up dog parks and visit with local vendors. It's basically a big dog party. Sign up as an individual or as a team to fundraise for the homeless pets at the ARL. Register today at iowadogjog.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. It's time for your daily dose of Hawkeye coverage on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. Uh, final segment of the program. Going to be a relatively long segment. It's a Tuesday, after all. That means it's time for the Hawkeye Swarm. By the way, um, I'm not an Instagrammer. <laughs> is is that the correct term? Instagrammer? Oh, is it? Am I showing my age? I don't know what it is either. I'm showing my age. I'm not age. on Instagram. There you go. <laughs> but if you are, uh, the, the Hawkeye Swarm web, website that's about to launch here, I think next week, if not the week after, um, they have an Instagram account. It is the Hawkeye Swarm. Okay. So they've asked to spread the word to our listeners. If you're on Instagram, please give a follow to the Hawkeye Swarm. Conundrum with the website. They have both HawkeyeSwarm.com mm-hmm. and TheHawkeyeSwarm.com. I wanted them to go with Hawkeye Swarm. I really I didn't have a vote. I had a, I had a say. Mm-hmm. Well, they asked me. And I just think the shorter the the domain name, the better. Absolutely. But then they tried to grab the Instagram account, and somebody's got Hawkeye Swarm. Aha. Uh-huh. But they got the Hawkeye Swarm. I'm confused in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> so they thought, you know what, we needed to match. But here's the here's the fly in the ointment. You know what the Twitter they have? Uh, Hawkeye Swarm. Hawkeye Swarm. What do you do? I, 
I'd leave Instagram to the side. I'd worry about Twitter website the same. I, I totally agree with you. But I we're don't older, know. and the yeah. young people are all about the Instagram. Is that true? More so Absol- than Twitter? Oh, yeah. Oh, not even close. Okay, let me ask a stupid question. Go Another ahead. stupid question today. I've had a few. Um, is Instagram bigger than Facebook? No. Okay. But Facebook is still kind of an entity onto its own. But as it pertains to younger people, Instagram, Snapchat... Twitter is for adults, right? For the most part, well, I could might argue that, <laughs> and and you can go there every single day right. and say, right. eh, well, Condon doesn't know what the hell he's talking about, <laughs> right? That's how I I look at it. Social media for older people is Twitter. Is Twitter good? The Instagram, Snapchat, those types of things, and, and Snapchat is something that stays up there for a certain amount of time, and then boom, it's gone. It right? Disappears. Gotcha. Well, uh, regardless, uh, please go to the Hawkeye, the Hawkeye Swarm on Instagram. Or Hawkeye Swarm on Twitter. Or Hawkeye Swarm on Twitter. We'll let you know what the website is going to be. What I'm trying to convince them to do is Take direct both, both yes. to the same place. Uh, but we'll see. Anyway, so you and Doc Fuller have another installment of, yes. the, Hawk- uh, see, the, of the Hawkeye Swarm oh, coming up. Now you're going down that road. I know. Uh, and today you're going to discuss what? We're going to take our final look at basketball before we get ready for basketball season. Football season. Football season, excuse me. And uh, we're going to take a look back 20 years ago. So 20 years ago would be 1998. 98-99 basketball season, the final year of Dr. Tom Davis. Now... This is before I was part of the profession. Uh-huh. I was a part of the profession. Help I me. was the Lone Range. Well, there was two of us, uh-huh. but there was only one radio station. I'll never forget that era. Help me out. That had to be an incredible time it to was do wild. sports talk radio. Yes, it was From great. the decision of Mary Sue Coleman and Bob Bowlesby yep. to not extend the contract. Right. A lame duck year. Yep. Then the year that they went on. I know. You have Nick Collison in state. They were never getting Kirk Heinrich. Kirk Heinrich. Right. Was going to Iowa State, then obviously ended up in Kansas. But I was from that area. I played high school basketball against Nick Collison. Nick Collison. Well, you shared the floor. <laughs> I didn't play well against right. Nick Collison. I'm guessing very And Lindemann and yeah. that crew. Many people that I've talked to believe, and I have friends from Iowa Falls, that if Iowa had a coach, Steve Alford would have got the job before, mm-hmm. or Dr. Tom had a contract, that Nick Collison would have been an Iowa Hawkeye. Mm. What might have been, right? Yeah. What might have been. So here's here's how I recall it. I recall it really a complete reversal of where it started. When when it was first announced, it was not joy, but people understood it. Mm -hmm. It's time, yada, yada, yada. And then the run happens, Trent. And well... And you know, it was everybody's feeling pretty good about it. The 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 tenor changed to is there anything that they can do to make this right to keep Dr. Tom for another year or two. Give mm-hmm. him another chance. Look what this team, look how they've responded. And that was I don't want to say it was unanimous, but it was overwhelming. What can they do? Did they make the right decision? Is Iowa really going to be better than what they got? Can they do any better? Seemed to be the consensus as Leading up to the tournament and then throughout the tournament. What was the the straw that broke the camel's back? Because what I always heard was it was Joey Range. The, oh, no. The athletic department was not pleased about a guy that had the character issues that he had, mm-hmm. that had the trouble that he had. An incredibly talented player. We saw sure that during that season in the freshman year, how yep. good he was. And, well, didn't make it much longer because of the other stuff. But 
I'd always heard that that was a big piece of it. Yeah, there were the non-conference scheduling, want to see that better, and, and a few other things. Mm-hmm. And you kind of, you'd hit a lull and as a that's a, a story we're still talking about today, yes. or you are. <laughs> but, but I think that might have been one that was just, mm. we asked you not to bring this kid in, you brought this kid in. You know, I don't remember that part about it. I'm not saying that you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, I just, uh, that 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 doesn't uh, ring a bell. And then it all culminates with the run to the Sweet 16. Yeah, it was amazing. And the phones were going crazy. We were doing the show where, uh, at that point, we were in Indianola, uh-huh. on the square in Indianola, and that dominated. It really and truly did. It dominated the, the uh, conversation from 6 to 9 in the morning. <laughs> God, that was awful. Well, I want to hear this. I'm anxious to hear it. Here we go. Are you and Doc Fuller, you ready to go? We are. Back with you with another edition of the Hawkeye Swarm on 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon, Dr. Stephen Fuller talking Hawkeye athletics with you. Getting through the summertime, Doc, and getting ready for football right around the corner. Game one against Northern Illinois. But uh, today we're going to be talking basketball. We've taken a look back at, uh, well, at least of my lifetime, the greatest Iowa basketball team, 86-87. Today going to take another look at one near and dear to my heart and I think a lot of Hawkeye fans the last season that they made a sweet 16 made it to the second weekend Dr. Tom's final team 1998-99 yeah and you know what Bob Bowlesby did to Dr. Tom making him a lame duck uh, coach that what a what a bad thing and uh, not a good service to uh, Dr. Tom and and uh I, I think that team kind of had a chip on their shoulder because of that, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we started off two and zero, but uh, then we kind of took a, a chip off our shoulder and and uh, let one get away against Creighton, and uh, so we ended up starting two and one. Yeah, it was uh, you know going into it. I, I want to go back before we kind of dig into that season. It was that lame duck year that you mentioned. It's something that is completely unheard of today. Just letting a guy sit there. And it was also a terrible decision in my mind for Mary Sue Coleman, the school president, and Bob Bowlesby, the athletic director, is because Iowa, the state of Iowa that year, had a couple of great players that ended up playing down at Kansas that were going into their senior season in Nick Collison and Kirk Heinrich. Now, I don't think Heinrich ever would have been a Hawkeye, but Nick Collison very well could have. Very well could have. I Grew up a Hawkeye fan. Iowa Falls, a big Hawkeye community. If they would have pulled the Band-Aid off and instead of doing a nice thing for Dr. Tom and letting him coach his last season, it hurt Iowa basketball and it put them in a hole and whoever it was, and it turned out to be Steve Alford, it put that person in a difficult position. You don't have a year recruiting already. You have this kid in your state, a five-star kid, that you have no chance because he's going to sign his letter of intent in November. It, It really hurt Iowa basketball and... If they would have brought in, and it probably wouldn't have been Steve Alford, it probably would have been somebody else, but whoever it might have been and fired Dr. Tom the year previous, it's kind of a great what if for Iowa hoops and some of the momentum that they could have had. Oh, most definitely. I mean, the classic was uh, and it's when uh, my family still had season tickets to uh, the Drake Bulldogs, and mm-hmm. and, uh, and it happened to be the fourth game of the year and first uh, of December, and, and I was on my way to the Knapp Center, listening to uh, the uh, Iowa pregame show on WHO Radio, and and um, Doff goes, well, how's recruiting going, uh, Dr. Tom? And, and, <laughs> and Dr. Tom says, don't have to do it. Yeah. 
And there was this long, awkward pause uh-huh. because it just totally caught, you know, Gary off off balance. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, because usually that early in the season, you're you're looking at uh, seniors and things like that. Right. And, and so basically uh, they had to wad that uh, sheet of paper up uh, real early in the season. And uh, but uh it made the season a whole lot easier. All Dr. Tom had to do was concentrate on the guys he had in the stable and right. uh, go with that. He didn't have to worry about the next year. <laughs> yes, he, he was in good shape. And, and a team that turned out to be very good, though you mentioned that game over in Omaha, did not play very well in that loss to uh, to Creighton, well, a home game, excuse me, uh, against the Blue Jays. They come back, and then they get hot, and, and real hot. Now, they didn't play a ton of teams of consequence outside of one game. Doc, this was my freshman year at Iowa in the dorms, living in Mayflower, and there's this kid on my floor that's a Kansas fan, a Kansas basketball fan. So, watching the game in my dorm, first half, he's kind of running his mouth, comes over at halftime, he's got something to say. Guy was a huge nerd on top of it, just annoyed the crap out of me. Oh, yeah, I kind of take it. And then the second half happens, and Kent McCausland hitting threes from all over the place, and the Hawkeyes go down to Lawrence and, and beat this Kansas Jayhawk team, and it Maybe this team is something special. It was. I mean, they uh, they rattled off uh, and started the season thirteen and one, and uh, you know they went to the likes of Kansas and and they played Indiana and they played Ohio State, and uh, you know those are tough places to you know play at. And how many times do you go into Kansas? And get one out of there, especially early in the season. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of unheard of. But you know, we we started the season thirteen and one, four and zero in the Big Ten. But then we kind of hit a little bump in the road. Yeah, didn't didn't play excellent after that. Had a had a rough stretch. You, you mentioned the victory against Kansas. I want to say Kansas had a winning streak. It was something like eighty four game wins in a row against non conference teams in. Lawrence, and uh, Iowa was the one that upended a great performance for McCausland. Yeah, you mentioned the rough stretch, though. After a nice start to the Big Ten, Iowa's sitting at 3-0, and and thinking, boy, you know, Iowa hasn't won a regular season crown in 20 years. Maybe this can be the game. What do they do? Well, typical Iowa fashion. They lose three straight to Minnesota, Michigan State, and uh, Wisconsin at home. And, and that loss at home to Wisconsin, I remember how frustrating that was. Wisconsin was just starting to to get better. Started with Michael Finley and Richard Griffin and and those teams that finally made the tournament after they hadn't been to the NCAA tournament in decades. And they got back. This was, though, all right, it wasn't a blip. It wasn't just a couple of guys. They got Michael Finley to come in. This is this is turning into a program. Iowa played terribly in that one. And yeah, maybe the decision to let Dr. Tom go was a good one. That that conversation then started kind of back the other way. Well, you know, that the fan base was wondering that, you know, dropping 20, you know, losing by 20 mm-hmm. in Hawkeye Carver. That's it really hasn't been we, we don't really lose too many games by 20 points in uh Carver Hawkeye Arena. No. And uh so it kind of rattled the fan base and and uh you're right. But uh you know, Dr. Tom, all he did was win. It wasn't a real flashy win, and I think that's, you know, they wanted some flash in the pan, and, uh, you know, Dr. Tom liked to do, you know, heavy on defense. He loved to play defense, and he loved to play 
you know, up and down the court uh, defense. And if you got over the top of it too quickly, uh, you, you know, you had some easy shots. And uh, that's what I I think they really wanted to see the breakout of uh, the players and, and things like that uh, because, you know, low-scoring games just didn't, thrill the fans and and uh must not have been filling the uh, donation basket either yeah <laughs> that's another one you get frustrating and you he made nine ncaa tournaments in 13 years but early on those were teams that well, were recruited by george raveling and there, there was a lull back and forth and they didn't see eye to eye you know that this team that we're talking about here the 98 99 team joey range was brought in joey range was a guy that a lot of programs stayed away from. A lot of people didn't think he should be a guy that should be in their basketball program. He had some rough edges to him, and obviously he did not last for four years. Very talented player. I know that was a point of contention that was talked about. Non-conference scheduling was something that was talked about a lot. There were a few things there that Dr. Tom, been doing it for a long time, this is how I do things. Bob Bowlesby, want to see a little bit of a change. And, well, an AD and a coach don't see eye to eye. We know what happens. Usually one of them's heading for the door. Yep. It's usually not the AD. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you got to have a lot of power in order to do that. No doubt. It's funny, Doc. I was looking here at uh, the Daily Iowan and uh, got the PDF here of the the newspaper from the day after they beat Kansas down there in Lawrence. But that wasn't the top story on the sports page. How crazy is that? You beat 10th-ranked Kansas in Lawrence. The top story... From Jonathan Hayes, former Hawkeye tight end, who became a staff member with Bob Stoops in Oklahoma. Hayes, Stoops wanted Iowa job above all else. Yeah, <laughs> look at that. Even bigger, as big as that win was, Iowa football still was on top of it that day. Well, and that's you know, as that's one of the reasons Steve Alford, uh, you know, mm-hmm. went south, and because he felt that University of Iowa was a football school, but. Uh, there's many years that uh, the University of Iowa wasn't a football school, and and uh, Lute Olson uh, was uh, was king, right? And uh, so I, I get it, you know, and because Stoops was an alum and he wanted to come home, but uh, you know, when you go through the uh, interview process, you pretty much have to finish it. Mm-hmm. You just can't come in and say you're the man, right? And uh, who knows what would have happened if uh, if Bobby Stoops was the last person to be interviewed. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, maybe he would have been at the University of Iowa, but that's okay. Time we got everything. We, that's right. We got Kirk, and we were doing just fine. Well, uh, let's fast forward here as we're taking a look back at the 98-99 basketball season. Iowa's last making it to the second weekend. So they drop a game right away in the Big Ten tournament. They lose to Wisconsin something that also was a bit of an issue for Dr. Tom teams. They did not play well in the Big Ten tournament. And then they get to the NCAA tournament still as a number five seed. And I was a little surprised. I figured they were going to be maybe in that six, seven seed range, eight range. You know, they've been there a lot in the past. They get a number five seed, open up against UAB, get the job done. And then uh, a great victory in Nichols Arena in Denver as they beat four-seeded Arkansas. And I still remember the play vividly, the behind-the-back pass from basically half-court from Dean Oliver, leading to uh, one that basically put it away. 
unbelievable play in Iowa. Gets it done, upsets four-seeded Arkansas, and they're going to the Sweet 16. And there we were, you know. It, going back to the UAB game, I mean, uh, what a game. I mean, I, I can't remember the head coach at that time. He, he ran off uh, quite a string with UAB, and, you know, uh, and that's a good program. And being the fifth seed, usually the – the 12 can and has mm-hmm. jumped up oh, yeah. historically and beat the fifth seed. So, it, it, you know, it, it would have been easy for the Iowa Hawkeyes to take an early exit, mm-hmm. but then, you know, rattle off a 77-64 victory against UAB and then come back uh, two days later against uh, Arkansas, who's, you know, the fourth seed, and beat them 82-72. to uh, You know, we're we're happy. We're you know, I was in dental school, and and uh, I, I, you're thinking about okay, are we going to make the trip down to Phoenix, Arizona, yes. and and things like that? And of course, you call home, and Dad says <laughs> if anybody's going to Arizona, it won't be you. <laughs> and 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 the results was uh, okay. So uh, I watched it on the uh, TV at uh, in Iowa City. Iowa in that game, McCoslin had another great performance, five three-pointers in the second half. A big game out of Dean Oliver, as mentioned, the, the great pass that he uh, threw ahead to put it together. Uh, Arkansas got it back within one with two and a half minutes left. J.R. Koch tipped in a missed shot for the Hawkeyes and shut them down the rest of the way as the Hawkeyes making a return trip to the Sweet 16, where it is top-seeded UConn. UConn goes on to win the national championship. That, though, well, first of all, after the game and seeing Dr. Tom, tears in his eyes after they're making the Sweet 16, just just how awesome that victory was and getting to play in the second weekend. Exactly. I mean, what a way to go out at the University of Iowa. I mean, you know, and you you feel bad for the seniors, Jess Settles and, and that crew, uh, and and, and even Kent McCausland. I mean, you know, you, you feel bad for him, and they don't know who their new coach is going to be. And uh, but they end quasi on a height note because they they were in the Sweet Sixteen mm-hmm. and played well against UConn. This, this is an incredibly talented UConn team, back and forth. And the thing that I, I remember very vividly, UConn at that time didn't have a ton of toughness to them. They they were looked at more of a finesse type of team. Iowa, their game plan, if we're going to upset this UConn team, we're going to have to be physical. And UConn, to their credit, they were physical right back. They they knew that that mantra was out there, and they went back and they played very physically with the Hawks, too. Well, you know, when you got Jacob Jakes out there, mm-hmm. uh, he likes to bang with the best of you. Settles <laughs> a little, we'll push you a little bit, yes. Yeah. You know, and, and, and J.R. JR, uh, Coke, uh, Koch, he, yep. I mean, he, he could bang with you, too. Yep. I mean, uh, so, yeah, I mean, and Duez Henderson, I mean, yep. uh, coming out of Detroit, Michigan, you can't tell me he's a softie coming out of Detroit. <laughs> uh, but uh, Big Ten play, it's physical, and a lot of teams don't, hadn't really played that. You know, yeah, they like those outside shot, soft shots and things like that. And, you you know, one thing about it, Iowa likes to bang up and down the court, and uh, but this wasn't to be, and and uh, we got beat. Got beat by, frankly, a, a better team. They they were 
they were the the superior team in there. There there was no doubt about it. And as mentioned, UConn goes on to win the national championship. UConn had Richard Hamilton, Clyde Elamine, Kevin Freeman, Ricky Moore. This was a ridiculously good team. But it still makes you wonder because if they would have if they would have found a way, do you know remember who they would have played in the Elite Eight that year? I can't remember. I mean, I I, I looked at it then and thought we could have gotten to the final four and possibly where yeah. UConn went because that was the big mountain we had to climb. And The bracket opened up, and it was, well, the team that's talked about Cinderella all the time now, their first Cinderella run, Gonzaga. Oh. They would have played Gonzaga for the right to go to the final four. Now, I don't think this Iowa team could have beat Duke as UConn did in the national championship game, but uh, what ifs of Hawkeye sports. We have a lot of what ifs yes, in Hawkeye do. sports. Yes, we, do. <laughs> we, we have played that game a lot throughout the uh, the last couple of months, Doc Fuller. It, it has been a lot of fun, but a great team. And and uh, what a finish for Dr. Tom Davis. Just a great person on top of it. He was able to go on here to Drake and, and help build that program to respectability. And, of course, Keno taking over in that incredible run of a decade ago. Still, uh, Dr. Tom, one of my all-time favorites. And great to see a lot of times you'd expect a season like that, the lame duck year, as you talked about, kind of go out with a whimper. But to put together a season like that, uh, a great one in Hawkeye Hoops. Yeah, Dr. Tom, what a class act. I mean, and he's still in Iowa City, and he, you know, he, what can you say about the gentleman? I mean, uh, he uh, loves the game of basketball, and uh, he did the right thing and finished the finished his job. I mean, you know, and he really didn't complain about it. And uh, uh, I don't know too many coaches that uh, wouldn't have gone looking uh, when he didn't get an extension. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wouldn't have blamed him, but uh, he stuck it out. And like you said, he came to Drake and, and uh, helped build that program uh, and uh, handed the ball off to uh, Kino, who uh, basically had all the keys you know, and everything set up for him, just like Doctor Tom did when right after uh, George Raveling left, and and uh, uh, you know what a what a spark that uh, Drake University had, but uh, the flame went out quick. Dean Oliver, J.R. Koch, Jess Settles, Kent McCausland, Joey Range, Jake Jakes, Guy Rucker on that squad, Ryan Lurishman. You mentioned Duez Henderson, his freshman year, also him and Rod Thompson. Sam Oakey, the season of eligibility after he transferred from Wisconsin. Quite a group, and uh, the last Sweet 16 for the Hawks. When are they getting back to a Sweet 16, Doc? This year. This year. (laughs) No pressure there, Fran. All right. With that, we're out of time. We're coming back next week with more on the Hawkeye Swarm here on 1700. Be good, Doc. All right. You have a good week. All right. Good stuff, Trent Condon. Another successful installment of Hawkeye Swarm in the book. Follow him on Instagram, uh, The Hawkeye Swarm. On Twitter, simply Hawkeye Swarm uh, will get you a follow. The website under construction uh, as Trent and I speak. Okay. So tonight we've got Hard Knocks Episode 3. I do want to get to you and Jimmy B, which you guys have planned today. Hard Knocks Episode 3. I told you off air. I don't think I shared the story on the air. Not that big a deal, but I uh, went to try and watch episode two. was really into it. And then as a DirecTV subscriber, you know what happens when the weather changes. Uh-huh. Signal loss. So I probably saw, I don't know, half of it. But I'm looking forward to catching up tonight because there should be some good stuff, including in tonight's 
is, I believe, Des Bryant's visit. It is. Looking forward to Des walking yeah. through the building. Saw you know a little trailer. You know. Oh, did you? I'm seen a it. cut, and he's shaking hands and comes up behind somebody. To, hey, Des! I mean, everybody had to be prepared that Des Bryant was going to be in the building, right? It sure seemed like that yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't just especially after Coleman's traded and the moves yeah. that they made. That was pretty good theater from that. Uh, oh, well, if you don't want me here, trade me. Boom! Next morning he's gone. So are you uh, also going to be watching Illinois on BTN tonight? Excited about no, Lovey and the Illini? No, it, I don't think so. That's not part of the clicker no, this evening? I don't think so. But I will say this, as we talked about the very beginning of the show, uh, that, that's, a, that's a real good watch, mm-hmm. especially when you don't get access the way Iowa limits the access. This was basically the first opportunity. It's a good watch. And then to, to follow the beat writers on Twitter, the columnists, um, you know, Morehouse and Leistikow and Emrit and Docterman and <laughs> these guys are tweeting their thoughts as is going on. Try to read between the lines. Very, very helpful. Of course, they got the coordinators today as well, which is even more helpful. All right, you and Jimmy B today, your plans are what? Alex Halstead will be stopping by as he does normally on a Tuesday cyclone conversation with him. And uh, Joe Fortenbaugh, an old guy that How I How do used I know to... that name? He's a gambling guy. Long time, he was one of the first, kind of a pioneer of guys that pop on, used to do radio hits with him all the time. Okay. He now does a, a podcast a couple times a week. It's called The Sharp 600. It's 10 minutes, condensed, couple of picks, couple of thoughts, boom, out the door. No, and he doesn't try to suck you into an 800 number, nope, nothing, nothing like that? Nothing like that. that. It's yep. sponsored by com, which okay. is a, a website, yep. yes, and a place that I go a lot to get, mm-hmm. especially historical odds. Boy, they, they have a great database. Do they? Of information, so I find myself going there quite a bit. Really cool. He also now, though, he's branched out. He hosts a sports talk show in San Francisco every morning. So that's now his full time gig. But he still does the the and gambling. Based conversation on gambling? No, it's is is a show just based a show, on gambling. Just a sports show. Well, good for him. Yep. But, How old uh, the guy is he? About my age in his thirties. Okay. Yeah, and uh, used to have Joe on a lot back in the day. He'd be our Friday guest, kind of our, our gambling guy that mm-hmm. we'd run some numbers by. Really enjoyed him. Haven't talked to him in a few years. He's been busy with his morning gig and. Think of that, getting up that early, San Francisco. Mm. But uh, he's real informative, concise. The Sharp Six, if you're looking for a podcast, and I don't have time to, well, a commute in Des Moines is not real long. No. But Thankfully. I, yeah, but you're making the commute in the morning, you're looking for some something good sports-wise, I and mean, what am I going to pick today? Download Joe's podcast. It's really good. So excited to talk with him today. Good stuff. That will be this afternoon from 4 until 6. We are back tomorrow. Cappy's here. He's brought to us by our friends at Heartland Flags. Appreciate that for me tonight. It's all about the Cubs and the Detroit Tigers. Uh, Zimmerman versus Hendricks. That'll be one of the games. I watched, as I said earlier, Cardinals last night until I fell asleep. Um, Milwaukee wins yesterday. Cardinals win yesterday. Be a heck of a race. We'll be back tomorrow to discuss it and more. The Capman joins us tomorrow, twelve twenty-five. Trent and I are back at noon. We appreciate you being here with us. All of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations: twenty-eight twenty-two East Twenty-ninth Street in Des Moines and four ten Eighth Street Southwest in Altoona. Back tomorrow noon. Appreciate you being here. It's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon on seventeen hundred KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in Central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. 
Northwestern too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. This is the worst place in the world to play football. Or the best. It's a true home field advantage here in Kansas City. Here, you're greeted with a menacing win. Or an invigorating welcome home. Where you drown in a sea of red. Or feel the support of an entire kingdom. The last place you want to be. Or the only place you want to be. This is a stadium filled with memories. Dante Hall's going to do it again. Or nightmares. Gary Tavis. It's an NFL record. A louder than life family. A larger than life foe. Some call it hostile. We call it home. Let's go. Welcome to Arrowhead. Welcome to Chiefs Kingdom. Tickets at Chiefs.com. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service resident. 